great having a nice wine waiting for my friend. Today I'm going to interview Katie Corcoran-Smith, which is a great skater and a great person and an amazing dancer as well. So it would be great to have Kelly with us. Let's see if he is connected over there. Yes, he is. Kelly, Kelly, are you there? Yay! Hola, amigo! How are you? Cheers! Sorry. Cheers. Cheers. There you go. How are you doing? I am good. Yeah. I'm sorry. I like... I, I saw your call that I was signed in in Safari and Facebook and then I had to switch and then, yeah, and uh, then I had to get like a fabulous green wine glass, so. I, I was going to say, what are you drinking? Like apple yeah. juice? It's, it's green. Yeah, it's, um, there's like a local blower that like blows glass and my mom had these fun glasses made and I was like, oh, those are cool. Let's use that. Nice. So, yeah. I noticed you're blonde. A little bit. Oh, I didn't see that before. <laughs> Look at that. That's nice. Yeah, we just, you know, switched it up. So quarantine. Yeah, and now, and now it's like growing out. So I am, I am gray. So <laughs> that's, that's and, and and right. I don't have Nick to give me a haircut. So right. Mm -hmm. None of us have Nick for a haircut. I had to cut my mother's hair. Oh, so this is going downhill. This is crazy. Well, yay! How was your day? It was good. It was good. Um, I did a lot of cleaning today, and then uh, I got here to get ready for all these. Because if I turn around the camera, this is like a whole other world of chino that I'm doing to get the light, the sound, and blah blah blah. <laughs> so um, I'm all ready for you, and I wanted to ask you a couple of questions so people get to know you better. Sure. Um, I would like to start with skating. If you want to tell us, like, how do you start skating? Uh, was it a coincidence? Was it because you liked it or your parents put it on you? Tell us a little bit, how, how did this career come to you? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I started skating pretty young. Uh, growing up, you know, in Minnesota and North Dakota, in the winter, it's very cold. So I actually learned to skate, like, on the pond across the street from my house oh wow so i had a my parents friends their son had he was a year older than me so i um like borrowed his skates and you know they took me down there and that was literally the first time i put skates on and my mom loved skating and was like a recreational skater growing up okay and, and she just got a little bit more involved uh in college and just wanted us to learn how to skate and then my so and segue my aunt was a dancer and so that okay. was kind of her thing and so I started obviously started dancing first I mean I started dancing at three and like taking class um very young and oh wow that's very yeah, my my aunt's uh a friend of my aunt ran the the dance studio in our small town and then so that was kind of how that started so then with the skating um yeah my mom just just loved skating and you know grew up watching Peggy Fleming and Dorothy Hamill and so she always loved that and then but, you know, so, you, so you got that from your yeah. house and then because of your neighbor you, you got involved with that yes. but you were dancing first then dancing I mean, first. Yeah. 
What did yeah. you start dancing? The ballet or you started jazz or? So obviously, you know, baby kid in ballet class and like doing that. And then um, I mostly did bit jazz and, and modern, but I took everything and we would drive to, so in the small town that I was in, we would drive about an hour to go to a little bit bigger city once a week to take class. So I would take ballet and tap and jazz. And then, um, you know, as I got older, then I would even drive even further to Minneapolis to take dance classes there. And, nice. and obviously then with skating and, but yeah, so that, that's, that's sort of how I got started. And then I think pretty, pretty early on, um, the coach that my mom had me work with and, and she kind of said, wow, you know, he has some talent for skating and obviously he loves to move. And I was like mm-hmm. dancing on ice right. and going crazy. All over the yep. I can see you. Yes. Yep. So <laughs> I, um, so then, so then I started to go to, you know, other rinks here in the United States to work with, with coaches. Um, and then finally at, 12 years old, you know, decided that it was time to, to go and train somewhere full time. Um, there okay. just wasn't enough, you know, enough ice time. And it's funny right now with like kids not being able to skate. I mean, I, I, we didn't have ice, you know, we only had the ice in the year from like November until March. So there was no, no ice. So you had to go somewhere, you know, somewhere else. Okay. Yeah. okay. So, so sometimes. So you, you did both together, like dancing and skating, yes. like together yep. at the same at the same level. That's yes, that, that's yeah. incredible. And there's not many people that can like dance at a professional level and skate at a professional level. That's like chapeau to you. Well, friend. thank. I mean, and it was it was funny for me because you know I I focus so much on on the skating, but I always then you know all like through high school I had a I took class. And then I had my choreographer wasn't a skater. She was a ballerina. She, she, you know, we did almost everything off the ice first. And then okay. she would come in and, and work with me, um, which was an incredible way to learn, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still, as you know, <laughs> I'm used to teaching on the floor first and then, you know, taking it to the ice. I think that, I think it just gives a, a, better perspective in terms of That's developing perfect. yeah yeah you know, absolutely emotion and character yeah you, you organize it and, and then and is there like something that dancing brings up on you that skating doesn't or you like feel the same with both of them which one do you like best and you have oh. to say dancing that's i think that's really tough because i know i I I do think that I mean obviously it, you know it, they go together, but there's there's some things with dance that you can't do on the ice, and and, and with that being like you can be more grounded and like being like working through your feet and being more flat footed mm-hmm. and like having that stability, you can't do on the ice and obviously and that's something I have worked on and tried to bring that part of, of my love of that from dance. But then on the mm-hmm. ice, you know, you have that ability, as we say, to, to travel without moving. Yes. 
So you can Fly the glide. Me. The glide is is is. I mean, it's infectious for me. As we, I mean, I just I love that feeling too. But but I think that the passion is is very much the same. And I I love both. And I think that's you know also it just reflects in in the work that that I've done over the years and and why I continue to to do both. Yes. So, so would you say like this um this passion of the feeling of the movement is what drives you more into choreography in your career? Uh, was it that you, you wanted to you wanted to show people different ways of movement? Yeah, I mean I you know I love all types of dance. I mean, I think everyone, when you get to some point, has something that maybe they're better at, but that doesn't mean that, you know, just because I was more a more lyrical dancer, that didn't mean that I didn't love to do tap and I didn't love to do hip hop. I, I didn't look as good doing it because that just wasn't my body style. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that's, for me, I think, bringing in those areas that that I liked to to watch I like to study and and bring that into my own dance Are you ringing? Watch <laughs> this that she's calling me instead on Instagram <laughs> Mama, what the heck? <laughs> that was funny. Sorry, I totally distract you with that. Sorry. Yeah. No. So yeah, I think, and I, I certainly, you know, after I, you know, competed and trained and you know went through university and then decided to turn professional and skate, um, having the time to focus on my own skating and my that ability to then right go back to dance go back to training and you know that was my job was to was to perform mm -hmm. uh i think all those years of working with incredible choreographers and skaters and traveling all over the world uh just you know that was always something my my favorite part i mean i hate to say this but i loved rehearsals i loved the creation i, know, you. <laughs> I know some people are like I just want to get to the show. And I was like, we need more rehearsal. Let's just, <laughs> we're going to keep creating. It's <laughs> not <laughs> exactly the, the finger that I like. We need to keep going. Yeah. So uh, I think that's why I, I went into choreography. Um, and I started very young. I mean, it's funny. There's, I wish I was able to get some of the videos, but the, there's video of me at like nine years old leading these other girls around like not only on the ice but like in the dance like the and house. I was yeah. like teaching choreography <laughs> yeah. seven eight nine years old it so. comes it comes with us doesn't it yeah the same i have like vhs doing choreography in the balcony and inviting all my parents friends to come watch me and my yes. two friends that can dance but i'm forcing them obviously right you make them oh yeah. my brother and my two sisters they're they're probably scarred for life but they had to do all the dances and the plays and the musicals everything so oh my God. that's so funny yep um so when you were 
like younger? Did you think that this was going to be your career for life? Or you had a moment where you were like, I need to study in university or no, not at all? Yeah, I, no. I mean, I, I knew I wanted to skate and, and to compete and everything at that point. And, and my parents said, well, you know, you can do that, but we, were, we want you to go to school as well. So you need to try and, and, and figure out a balance with that. Um, and it was very smart because then, you know, I ended up training pretty hard and I got injured. I broke my foot and, you know, that was kind of the end of that. I was off the ice for almost, you know, it was almost seven months. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think right now with, with the kids, it, it's something of like a, an incredible, you know, to have that experience and know that you can work through that time away and what you can do to make yourself better. Um, that's, that's when I went, you know, just really focused at university. And so, I mean, that's where I, I was studying music. Um, obviously, that's a huge part of, of me. And so I, you know, I started off as an, as an opera major. So I, you know, did opera and sang and, you know, oh, did all of that. What yeah. you don't do? So, yeah, so I started with that. And then my voice, it was pretty hard to to balance both the skating and singing. It was just, it was a lot. So when my voice, I got a, kind of sick and I lost my voice and uh, I went, well, okay, maybe this isn't for me, but I love the music. So I continued to study like music theory and, you know, all of that stuff through the University of Denver, but then I switched, um, switched my, my major to, to business, um, just because it, it felt more, I had so many qualitative things that I did and to, you know, to dance and to sing and obviously with skating, uh, that part I didn't know as well with, with the business and I knew that yeah. that would be important. Um, so, so yeah, so I, I focused on that, but I still, you know, once I got back and I, I will say that the best thing about that injury was that's when I started doing Pilates and, you know, doing this non-weight bearing stuff and then getting back, you know, into dance because I, I just couldn't put the skates on and have his, that, the, the shock. And it made me an even better, you know, an even better skater, but an even yeah. more aware of like my body again in that sense. So well, I think it gives you it gives you another tool. For example, sure. in this in this stage where nobody can go and skate, uh, you can teach Pilates. Yeah, That's right. And that, and it's been really fun to to do that and 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 get to take you know with this like have some of that time to take classes from from other people that i normally wouldn't have time because i'd be be busy so yeah well uh people don't know but you are like well now i'm surprised as well that you sing because you i thought you were multitask already but this is just multi <laughs> hyper multi i don't sing as much as i would like to anymore but i oh. can Yeah, and you didn't know that, but in the first Rock on Ice that I did 
in Mexico, the singer lost his voice. So I sang the show for three days live. Shut up. Yep. No. Yeah. Are you kidding me? No. So you, yeah. you're like the, the most useful. Which was a little, to crazy, in a, class. a little crazy. But, oh, Simone says, make the ice. Well, yeah, I made the ice too, but that's. <laughs> make the ice as well? He will not sleep. Like, come the next day, like, or like this, because he's like, I spent the night with this. So, yes, it's true. Make the ice as well. I missed that one. You <laughs> sang in the show. So you were like yeah. singing and then stoning and then doing the, everything. Yeah. So actually, I sang live in Broadway on ice as well on the, the national tour here in the U.S. for Willie B. Tech. Oh, my so God. They, yeah, they did this number. And originally, it was Scott Hamilton, like, kind of had pre-recorded it. And so they said, we're going to do this number. And Kelly, will you, you know, do this little thing? And we had the pool cues, and it was fun. And then after we opened the show, we kind of had, like, a not such a great review. And they were like, it's too bad, like, these people are lip syncing. And I said, well, I can actually sing. So what do you think? And they said, well, let's give it a shot. So I did. Yeah. So nice. You really were skating? skating? As you were skating, yep. you were singing. Full on, you know, microphone in the back pocket. You'd finish the That's number and then all of a sudden the next number would come on and I'd, you know, have to like, skate with Oksana Bayul and do a double axel and <laughs> I'd be so out of breath from singing but it's okay I, I knew I was gonna say you were probably like running out of breath because that's that's a lot well <laughs> I think you know and this is something that obviously you know Broadway people that well you know Broadway actors they're singing and dancing and and it's choreographed you know to work with that yes. so you have to train yes. you have to train to do that and um so it is it is possible to do that with skating as well, especially in the theater, in the small ice. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I was just it's thinking not, like, it's much harder. And I've done it in, in right. the big arena. I'm like, yeah, we can we can dance and sing, but dude, yeah. you're going around no, okay. Yeah, there's, small, too much, small. there's too much of the, the wind blowing in the microphone, it doesn't sound very good. Oh, yeah, true. That that's true. Yeah. So I'm talking about Willy Bidek. So you, you did chips as well, right? Yep. So I started my professional career on the ships and I did the navigator of the seas that that was the second cast so um it was like 2004 2003 2003 okay. and then I did adventure of the seas as well so I did two ships and then I went right into to Broadway on ice because they started that national tour for the people that don't know like ships uh company Royal Caribbean has ice on the ships and they hire skaters but you have to be really good I mean they, they don't hire anybody you have to be uh, every single skater that it's a cast member is as well a soloist or an adagio skater so there is yep. no courage everybody no. does everything so the level is pretty high yeah and very high yeah you have to have yeah. a very good standard is the yeah truth. they're all you know, principal level skaters and, you know, in when I was on the ship, there were, you know, Anya had gone to the Olympics and was third in the world and Martine was Canadian national champion. Um, you know, my, my partner, Molly, that I did pairs with, she, you know, had competed at nationals and, 
international competitions and so very very yeah i mean and and it's it's really neat to go back now because i have skaters that you know i've worked with growing up that are now performing on the ship so it's really it's really cool to see that but i mean an incredible experience you know like we were talking about to to be in this place where there are all these different artists and performers you know in one place um and i have friends you know lifelong friends that i've met and and you know continue to work with so it's a really really cool experience it is and it takes you everywhere so you have the chance to see a lot of the world yes so um, well and when i was on the ship we were only in the caribbean okay well you get you get to have a very nice time i've seen all of the caribbean many times i love barbados Barbados and um, Aruba and obviously St. Martin and oh, you know, the water is Martin. That's amazing. Yes, amazing. And you get a very nice tan, and it, it's a great job. It's, it's a great job. Um, I was going to ask you something about that, and I forgot now. Oh, Damn I remember because I told you yesterday, and I yes, I also was in the dance shows on the ship because Katie knew that I had been a dancer, and so she they were down so aboard. Katie, Katie, the choreographer, or Katie? Well, she was in the show at that point. She was in the, show, the mom, <laughs> Katie, right? Yeah, Curly Katie. Okay, Katie is a dancer from Royal Caribbean, and now yeah. is an installer, so people know. So she teaches yeah. you the shows now, and. Uh, but at that time when Kelly was on board she was in the show yeah Line so she night. she convinced me which was kind of a lot of work but i didn't have to go into like learn the, like full combos and everything like i did like peripheral stuff and i like would help move props and like lift girls off the stage like just stuff i did like the um on adventure i i did like the um the ropes at the beginning cuz that was velvet rope was the show at the time so i did that and i was in the matrix number um god i mean yeah i guess i haven't even really that's crazy that we i hadn't thought about that in a long time so tell me the story so you were in the navigator and uh, like an a dancer got well, injured or something yeah they didn't they i i don't know if he like something happened with his visa or whatever so okay. he didn't make it you know for rehearsals and they still the you know they did the cast changeover and so i went i was in the show i think for six weeks oh my god yeah. so 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 people know like you have the eye show right and they stay a lot like it's, it's only twice a week if it's in a week in a week right, right. so you do the show week. yeah like four or five shows a week so two yeah, nights exactly. a week usually. and then and, the dancers do the same yeah yes on the on the other night so everybody can get to see the shows so kelly was in the ice show and somebody from the dance show got injured and you jump in so you had to learn the whole show which is not well, the show. yeah thankfully but, i didn't learn the whole show otherwise i really would have been like oh. but it was a lot it was it was so fun though because you know like just to be able to to do a couple numbers and and have that experience. I don't know, it was great. But and I will say I did make I did make one of the dancers like like learn how to skate once to help with like one part in the show. Oh, so, uh-huh. You like teaching cast members. Yeah. 
I don't think they let you do that anymore. <laughs> no, no, but, but you said not. mask. Probably I'm sure they're the safest. I couldn't imagine like going into the aqua show. Like what? <laughs> it's like I'm gonna dive from the high diving. <laughs> yes, I'm a, I'm a waiter in my normal time, but I'm right. gonna take over in high diving. Yeah. <laughs> Could not probably. even imagine. Yeah, probably with the safety like suggestions of nowadays, they won't let yeah. you. But at the time. I'm, I'm sure you were very helpful to save their ass in uh, What was the name of the show you said? What now? The, the name of the show? It was Now and Forever. Now and Forever. Another now show. and Forever. And then All Access was the, the other show. And, and you step in because All Access wasn't easy. Now and Forever was, was more. That I one was, I was not in as much like of that. Yeah, that was hard. Those uh, like, things at the beginning, like ripped. Yeah, oh, this one, triple pirouette, hunky, <laughs> donkey kick. Yeah, yeah not, not, not a piece of cake. That's show, very demanding. Well, that's amazing. Congratulations. And how were you? Um, how were you with like the roommate situation in in the ships or in tour? Uh, were you so like I TV? was were you fuzzy? Were you easy on going? the ships? On the ships, I was like the the odd one out because so like there were couples that were already together so they like had their rooms but I had like the rotating door so like I had like crew staff and sports staff oh yes like it was it was crazy that that was hard I, I remember I actually I had one roommate that he snored so loud I would sleep like backstage in studio B because I like wouldn't get enough sleep, so I'd like take a nap in Studio B. <laughs> in the couch. Yep. Yeah. But um, but then like with with tour and like being in the show, most of the time it was a little bit more flexible if if you didn't really get along with someone that you could, you know, switch roommates. Um and I was always very lucky, uh, like with Broadway on Ice to have, you know, great I, you know, my roommates were my best friends, so it was really fun. Um, but it, it is, I mean, it's a, it is a, I think it's a really good experience to have to live with someone that you don't really know and understand like how their life works. And especially if they don't do the same thing that you do on the ship, you know, that yeah, you're, you're just learning about like how someone else goes about their day and, and lives their life. Yes. And, and as well, like for people to know, when you are in a cast, you know, we all become really close and we all do the same. So it becomes, becomes a little bit um, mono-theme, right? Like we talk yep. about skating, we talk about dancing. I, I got a, a roommate on the, on the ship that it was a singer from Philippines. And yeah, they have different schedule, but it was nice because she does something different. She's from a different country. So yeah. we had to talk about, for example, something simple as, how was your day? <laughs> Which you weren't together all day. <laughs> so that's nice. Yeah, it's, I, I just, and I think it just, you, for me, like, in being able to, to perform and, and travel, uh, to meet these people, like I said, is, is so enriching for my life, because they are still part of my life. And I, you know, have worked with them and, and learned so much from them uh in in regards to how you know they 
they've got to where they are and I don't know I think it's a really it's a really great thing if you you know can do that with with your career of course Simone is saying take talk about bringing everything oh. <laughs> I would guess that means like a printer and a cooler well, and things that I've yeah, seen you always prepared to. you always <laughs> have to be prepared oh blinging and bringing everything life. yes Yes, be prepared to bling the costumes. Everything needs to sparkle. That is very important for me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She yep. keeps going. Putting stones and everything. That's true. <laughs> Kelly, you go on tour with Kelly and like you, your guards break. And oh my God, Kelly goes, I, I have an extra pair and they have stones in it already. <laughs> <laughs> well, I need to print this. I have a printer. Like, what the heck? Like, it's true. You bring everything. That is, that is a good one. Yes. Well, I think if you, if, when you, you know, when it becomes your life uh, and you, you learn these, there's tricks and little things that, you know, help you get through. But, but I also know with my skaters and, and, you know, doing choreography, but also directing and, and producing shows that you want to be prepared. And I think it's something to also that that helps you know, in the rest of your life in terms of like what you need to do to get through your day. And, yeah. and, and right, stuff happens. So, you know, it's, I think even at this, you know, at this moment in time, I was, I was not really worried to have to leave the city and come to my parents, you know, their, their lake house. because I knew my mom would have enough food for, you know, the next year. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Even so, even if even if we we're just making our own bread and peanut butter sandwiches. Yeah. yeah. We have or, yeah, we lots of flour and, yeah. and butter. Yeah. So how do you do in, in airports with like overweight? Because I've seen you bring a, an amazing amount of stuff. So you have always paid extra luggage? No. But you at least in the in the States. I put as much heavy stuff into the, the green backpack and that bag okay. and carry it on and you know green. how it fits. And then with the, the suitcases, you, you just really try to, you know, be smart. So, But sometimes, sometimes, you know, with going to the show and like bringing costumes and bringing things, yes, I would have to pay for an extra well, yes. bag. Because, but it wasn't just my stuff. It was, you know, for the show. So... You, you hate, you're getting a lot of comments about this subject. Simone is saying, tell them everything you can carry in your bag. Um, Nikki is saying, yeah, the big bag, Kelly. And Mary is saying, I still have, I, I can't read, my bounce pads case oh, you gave me 10 years ago. <laughs> so like everybody re remembers you, not only for being nice and a great skater, but for all the stuff you... You're so generous as well because you always give away stuff. When somebody needs it, you just like give it away. And that's, that's very nice. Well, I mean, it's, here's my thing with, you know, with that, I think if for my shows, you know, the show's only as good as everyone in the show feels. Like if, if you're feeling good and prepared and you're, you're ready to go, you're going to give a better performance. You're going to do a better job. And I, I think, I was somewhat raised like that to, you know, always be prepared. And I, and I say that to my skaters now, you know, what you do yesterday is, 
probably what you're going to do today. So you don't, you know, if there's no magic that all of a sudden today you're going to be amazing. You have to put in mm -hmm. the time and the work and, and be prepared. Um, and I think, you know, that that's part of having, you know, the supplies and those things for people like you get, you know, anxious or nervous if you don't, you know, if something goes wrong and you need a Band-Aid or your lace breaks or your fishnets need to be fixed or yes. right, your costume breaks and I'm sewing you into the costume and you're, you're going to be okay. So I, I think that for me, that's always, you know, I had those own like kind of fears or insecurities and to, you know, provide to say, hey, you know, just don't be stressed and to provide security because definitely working with you in, in production when you when you're choreographing or you're producing definitely makes everybody feel safe because we all know you're gonna take care of whatever needs to be taken care of, and that's very nice uh, um i'm sure your students are the same do you <laughs> love teaching right yeah i mean and i i think you know that was was hard this year i had you know three different productions three different shows and uh the the one show in minneapolis where you know i'm the main the main director and choreographer we had a record number we had like 153 kids in the show let alone we also do like a family number so there's another like 60 parents so oh you know over you know almost 250 people in that show same thing i i help with another show um in the, the metro area there and they have like 300 people in the show and in Colorado as well you know there's like 170 kids in the show so all these kids that you you know we've been working and preparing for that and and it it didn't it didn't happen and you know they were very upset and I just said you know no. sometimes sometimes the show doesn't happen that doesn't mean the show doesn't go on it just isn't happening today, um, but it will happen in the future. So, yeah, I mean, that's, and you, you, you learn, you know, how over the years, like what, what things really do matter. And I think that, you know, I certainly am a little bit lower key than I was. I was much more, you know, so excited and I wanted everything perfect, but you know, it never, it never really is. But Okay. Um, no, just, just to be when you, you know, get into the show and you do the same show every day and you think it's, you know, it, it gets boring. But I think for me, I learned like how exciting it was to be able to work on, on that show and change your performance and make it better, you know, and yes. it's a, it's a really cool opportunity that when I first went into shows, I thought, oh, I don't want to do the same show every day. I'm going to be bored. And then once you figure that out, it's it's so fun because you can grow within, you know, what that what that yeah. role is. Absolutely. It feels repetitive, but it's not like right. every, every show something different happens. Uh, the music gets up and somebody <laughs> kind of out because he missed a quick change and you're always on your toes. And that's what makes it fun. And um, tell me about pro skaters. So um, you you work with them. Uh, yeah. You want to tell what pro skaters is for people that don't know? Yeah. So I mean, it's a great organization that you know it's it's we don't really have agents in figure skating. You know, for for the most of us. I mean, obviously, if you're 
you know, Olympic champion and you're doing commercials and things like that. But for the rest of us, um, to find out about shows and, and productions and, you know, workshops, Pro Skaters kind of is, you know, this platform that you can go to and find out about that and, and connect with all these other professional skaters and people from all over the world. And I've been helping almost 10 years to, you know, do workshops, do seminars, help, you know, connect younger skaters to get into shows and, and figure out, you know, what you need to do and what you need to work on. And um, it's a really incredible resource for, for certainly for new skaters, but also for people that, you know, maybe have been out of it and are looking for an opportunity. That, that's a that's a great job because absolutely that brings a lot into the into the skating world you know for everybody that wants to go into show so that that's a big uh, input that you're doing there so you you work in uh, San Valley tell me mm -hmm. about they do a show I don't know very much they do a show every yeah. year right do they so, audition there how is the how is the camp and all that yeah so in in San Valley um, I actually used to to train there in the summers. Mm -hmm. um and it's it's beautiful you there's this beautiful outdoor rink it's been there for oh my gosh i think like i mean over 75 years i mean sonia henny used to film her movies there back in the 50s so i mean maybe even longer but the the actual rink now i think um and i know scott's putting in the ice i think next week which will be great but um so they have this beautiful outdoor rink it's in a lovely mountain town in in idaho and yeah i mean it, there's nothing like skating outside obviously when it's warm and it they do so they've had a show it looks so beautiful they they've had a show a professional show for almost as long as i think the rink has been open and so many i mean i remember when i was growing up you know i got to see Brian Bortano and Katarina Vid and Christy Yamaguchi and you know those skaters perform in the shows so on Saturday nights they have this amazing live show outside and under the stars and then you know during the day there's all these incredible professionals and and coaches and trainers that are that are there in the summer as as you know helping these kids and so we do they have a competition um mm -hmm. And they started doing, you know, a professional competition in the last couple of years. Uh, and, you know, you, you get to skate outside. It's, it's incredible. And then, you know, they, you get feedback from these judges and it's, it's casting directors from Disney on Ice and Holiday on Ice and the cruise oh, ships, goodness. as well as, um, you know, other production companies. And so it's like a first, a first encounter of uh, kids that come from the amateur with professional producers that give them a feedback to improve. And that's a great tool because yeah. after that, if they go audition, they know, they know, you know, how to dress or what to do, what not to do. That, that's amazing. So they yeah. take this camp and they get this knowledge and they get to see a show in the evening with professional skaters. Yes. So it's a, it really is a, it's a, it's a, an incredible, I, I mean, I call it, you know, it's an opportunity, but like to have all of that in one place um, is Absolutely. really, you know, really neat. So it's been awesome to be a part of that. And, and 
I mean, there have been kids that, that I worked with that I didn't know. And they took, you know, the seminar and then they went into the show and then, you know, I went to, to go see the show and I saw them and they're, they're like, Oh my gosh, thank you so much. You know, like I never thought I would, would be here. And uh, so that's been really rewarding to, to, I was going to give say, back to that you, for sure. It would be yeah. very, very rewarding to you because you see them there, you know, it just came out of the shell and then you see them in the show and you know, you're part of that and you help yeah. with that in somebody's life. That's really nice. That's amazing. So everybody that wants to audition and be part of this, they can find out this in, in a website. There's a, where can they go it's to find out where they come? Proskaters.org. And they have a couple different uh, seminars like that throughout the year. Usually they do one in, in Knoxville, Tennessee, and then they'll do some um, satellite, you know, experiences and things for, for people. Uh, but it, I mean, it's, it's, it's really kind of the best way to get your foot in the door. Um, so Absolutely. yeah, and you just can get that exposure, but also meet and actually talk to these people and right, get the, get feedback. Get the feedback. I think that's great because me as a dancer, for example, at least here when I was training, I didn't have that. So you were going from you know, the school you were learning to jump into an audition. Yeah, your teacher will give you some advice, wear these, do this, whatever. But you don't have this chance of really meeting producers and understanding how this works. Uh, so you're thrown in there and you learn through the bad experiences of all media knows. And this right. is great. And that's, I mean, that's similar, like same for me, like my aunt, who, you know, she ran a dance studio and had like 500 kids and had dancers in New York. And so when I went to New York, like I was able to get in to do classes and things because I knew these people and they said, you know, this is come, you, yeah, okay, we know who you are. And I think that that just having a little bit of that connection, um, because our world, our world gets very small, like so fast as you like, get into it but, but it's hard to like to to get to that Again, point i feel it's like we all take it personal because obviously it's our reality but i think is every single uh, aspect of professionalist world in this um, in this world it has to do with connections yes that's it i mean we see it from the artistic side but you can see it from any profession if you know somebody and they know you, that you're good, you have a one little step ahead. So that yep. is very, very good to get that to the kids that wants to do that. So tell me about your traveling. I want to know, because you have worked a lot around the world. Uh, do you remember roughly how many countries have you seen? Uh, let's see. Well, I, I mean, obviously I performed on the ship, so I was all just in the Caribbean. It's too bad um, they didn't have the ports in Europe because that would have been amazing. But uh, <laughs> but I toured, you know, in all over England and in France and in Germany uh, and the Czech Republic. Oh, uh, nice. And then obviously I was, you know, worked in Mexico for many years. Um, so, and were you doing a European tour with one show or it was many shows? I did. I, 
I did a couple different shows. So smaller, I, I never got to do Holiday on Ice. I, um, I got to go on tour with, with my friend Ashley Clark for like three weeks once, which was really fun. Um, so I got a, you know, an idea of being on holiday, but, um, but I worked for Robin Cousins in England. So he had a, a tour through Dancing on Ice that we we would do in the summer so it kind of went all over and um we were also like on the isle of jersey and it was really pretty, pretty cool and then um and then with like broadway on ice we were in in germany and then we toured all over the czech republic and oh in prague we were in prague oh, I love that. End. um so that was beautiful it was Nice. That was really so cool. from all these places that you had the chance to go, which one would you say you like the best? Hmm. My, you can I, use categories. You can use categories. Yeah. I like I like this one because of the food. I like this one because of the view. I, I give it up. Yeah. I I loved I mean I love Mexico. I think it was you know, I spent probably the most amount of time like away from the states there um so it's sort of like a you know a second like a home. home but you know being in in france was just beautiful um i think you know nice and leon were spectacular um i loved i i, I loved doing the summer shows in on the isle of jersey that was really cool just because it was a lot of friends um mm -hmm. so it felt like you know again like family situation and being able to perform and um so yeah but yeah i mean i think i think the coolest experience probably was performing in the czech republic believe it or not uh we thought we first got there and and we did the show and we were like okay you know what did you think and they're all, all right. And then the next night we did the show and the audience like didn't stop clapping for like 20 minutes after at the end. And they didn't clap like ah. during the show at all. Like they, it was very quiet. We were like not used to that. And then at the end, they just, they didn't stop clapping. So like, mm -hmm. I remember like the skaters went back out and did like more backflips and like we did more, we did like more bows. I mean, it was the most <laughs> unbelievable unbelievable thing to think they just they just had not seen a show like that because right we had like the live live music through parts of it and then just incredible skaters and they weren't responsive and then it was like they just loved it at the end so that was really a neat i'll never forget That's that amazing. experience so the best audience experience will be in chevy yeah i think that was just I'll, that was such a incredible incredible experience but i mean obviously i think i think the audiences you know in in mexico are just ridiculous yes they're yeah. very good they're i mean good. they're they are the loudest and it is like such an incredible feeling when you can that they they just project that energy yeah. so yeah yeah they're they're great they're that would be good. i guess that would be probably number two in terms of like being a performer and 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 having that reaction from from the audience that's awesome and um 
traveling wise, do you remember like, is there any hotel that you will say this one I always remember because it was very nice or because it had some the best service, oh. the food or an experience that you well, bring you? Uh, well, I mean, a lot of amazing hotels. I think um, going around like England, we stayed in some really <laughs> old hotels. Like um, there was this one that was like the lace market. It was like this old like factory that they converted into the hotel. Um, I think that was up in, it was either in, where the heck was that? I think it was in Nottingham, England. That was really cool to stay there. That was a beautiful hotel. Um, yeah, where else like being, I mean, when we were in Florida with Broadway on Ice, we stayed in like some beautiful hotels like by the beaches. Like that was oh, really great. fun in, in when you like, a hotel Fort, and enjoy the day in the yeah, beaches. Fort Lauderdale, like in, we were in Fort Lauderdale and West Palm Beach. Um, in Clearwater, like the being there, especially there, cause it was like in the winter. So it was like, I was coming from the cold and then all of a sudden you, you know, have this warm weather. That was always really nice to do that. <laughs> I know, so. do you have like any anecdotes that you remember like funny, like did you miss a plane or something with a roommate oh. or so that like, I mean, exploded. We <laughs> Anything oh, well, oh. I, mean, I think there's a few and some of the people that are on here might know, but um, <laughs> I, I have missed many flights. Um, really? I, oh, many. Yeah. And oh. like not made the connection and had to wait, spend the night. I've been stuck all over the country. I mean, I've been stuck in Salt Lake City. I've been stuck in Houston many times coming back and forth to Mexico. Um, <laughs> like baggage lost like on well especially when we were on broadway because we did so many split cities a lot of times our bags would be lost so and, and at that point you weren't you still weren't allowed to bring your skates with you so we would oh. all get really nervous you couldn't carry them on the plane can uh, you now can you, you can now in in the states you can again some, yeah some airports are, yeah but like i remember in mexico city the the when they changed some ruling and I had all these skaters with me and we went to put the skates through and they said, no, you can't. And I had to take everyone's skates and go buy a suitcase and check them. And then I was like running to get back, to make it, to catch the flight, to, to get out of Mexico city. Oh, um, but yeah, with, I mean, with travel trays, like I, like in Prague, I was so overweight speaking. I'm sure people know that I was, throwing like the socks and underwear out of my suitcase because I was like I don't need this I don't need these is it like is it enough yeah so that yeah was it's a hustle glorious days when our parents used to travel and you can get always two suitcases of well like 30 I will, I'll say something but um you know when I got onto the cruise ship there there wasn't like a weight restriction but you were only supposed to bring like your carry-on and your one suitcase but i had three suitcases and six carry-ons because <laughs> i brought my comforter 
my case <sighs> comforter and my pillows. And then I had, you know, an extra pair of skates. And I had to have at least, you know, 16 matching, you know, Lululemon outfits. Actually, there was no Lululemon back then. Um, it was all juicy couture. But anyway, I, I, it was really funny because some of the, the Russian skaters that when we signed on, they were like, oh, just give me your bag, Kelly. So they, they brought the bags on for me. Because <laughs> they were probably having one, one each. One yeah. bag. They were really smart. And I was being, you know, a diva. So... <laughs> So which one would it be the, the show you like the most performing? Oh, wow. Um, I think, I think Broadway on Ice for me was the most fun because there were so many different aspects to the show. Mm -hmm. And it was, you know, a little bit longer, but it was still in the theater. Um, but and in terms of like performing my, yeah, I mean, that's probably my favorite, my favorite show, but um, I don't know. I mean, obviously then you, you, you have like different parts of within those shows or numbers that you remember that you like more, but like yeah. overall that probably for me was, was my favorite, but I, I, I really loved, I loved doing the show at SeaWorld. Um, that that was, it was, you know, I didn't skate as much. It was a shorter show, but it was just really fun to skate outside. And um, it was it was um, really great audiences. And um, yeah, that was that was that's probably like my second favorite. In okay. Terms of me me and, performing and like not, yes. you know, I just got to come in and, yeah. and skate and didn't. Yeah, I mean Wolfsburg in Germany was. And like incredible growing experience, and to be able to work with with friends and and be part of that creation process, um, that that was probably you know my last big show that I I was just a skater. I wasn't you know yeah on the other side. On Were other you side. was was Simon choreographing that one? Yes. 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 So We're linking I mean, the And that's why yeah that's you know that's how I ended up you know, being a part of that and, and, you know, it's, it's, it's incredible to, you know, work over the years with, with people mm -hmm. and you, you have a rapport with someone and you know, kind of how they move and they know how you move. And so that creation process happens. Um, it's, it's a little bit more organic to begin with and, and then you can develop it. So again, same thing. That's why I really, I do love this, opportunity for us where you get to work with people many times and and help help them grow as as an artist but then that helps you grow as as you know the other side of it being you know the choreographer of course and do you do you remember any like phrases of different languages that you've learned with your traveling no? what Por Por que no? No? <laughs> yeah. Well, and Dios mio. Dios mio. No Those are my Spanish. So in German, uh, it's Zeitai uh, Malbita, which is one more time, please. I know I can say one more time, please, in Zeitai Malbita, un plus de fois, s'il vous plaît, in French. Okay. 
And then uh, it is, let's see, yeah, uh, uno vez más, por favor, that's Spanish. So I know mm -hmm. one more time and, you know, three other languages. Because I say it, I say it all the time. Do it again. <laughs> one more time. Again. Can again. you count? Can you count in four? Can you Yeah, uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, seis, siete, ocho, nueve, diez. Yeah, eins, zwei, drei, vier, fünf, sechs, sieben. Yeah, acht, neun, zehn. Well, good. You so I can, yeah, so I can count to, at least count to eight. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. that's all we count. We don't know yes. anything else. Um, yeah. Five, do you six, have seven, like, eight. Any, any recommendation or advice to people, I'm interested like in these interviews to go off the competition side. You know, I sure. want to show people that yeah. there's another world and there's not only quads or this or that that you have to achieve to have a successful career. You know, if you have expression, if you have uh, feelings that you want to put in your body, there is as well a very big side of skating that will allow you to do that. So do you, do you want to say something about that? Do you want to encourage kids or people to look for that in their lives? Well, I mean, and I think, you know, through this and what we had talked about before and, and even, you know, way back to when, you know, you did your first ice show for me, mm. just saying. It was uh, my first one, yes, yeah. with you. <laughs> Thank God it was with you. you. Roped into skating. Um, yes is is right i mean i think performance is performance and the more that you can can work on those skills the better that that you can be everybody you know everybody has strengths but you know we all have weaknesses as well and you know i was never as flexible as i wanted to be so you know i constantly worked on on stretching and i think that part like with with dance was so crucial to the the development of of being able to do what i would like to do with my body so any way that you can can work on your movement uh and obviously expression with your body and having nuances and and knowing you know where you are in in space but also then you can work so much on your mindset and you know, developing that inner monologue as to what you're thinking. And I say this to my skaters all the time. I'm, I'm like, I don't want to see your thinking face because I don't need to know that what you're thinking on the outside. I need to see what you're feeling. And on the inside, you can be thinking. But again, we went over the hour. We're supposed to do 40 minutes tops. And I just keep going further and further this is insane so kelly come back stop because it's too hard it's way too hard to do a short interview with these people there like we that. go so we can we can wrap it up i think i think that's a good i think my phone was gonna die anyways too um <laughs> but but i think like i said that that to me is is always something that you can keep keep working on not being on the ice, but also when you are on the ice, like finding the nuances and finding those little things that, that make you stronger. And, you know, I say that to all of 
the, the skaters at the pro skaters competition or the seminar too, is you want to show up being more prepared than you think you need to be because you will have more fun doing the show or getting through rehearsals if you are prepared than, you know, just yes. expecting to learn how to do everything right then and there. Yeah. So that's, I think that's my, my advice and something that I, I learned and, and tried to really work on that for, for myself and pass that on to, you know, my students. So. Of course. Okay. I have two questions that we need to do quickly. One, okay. best and worst of this career lifetime. Best and worst. Um, I think the best for me was probably doing, um, being able to create like rock on ice and, and have that, you know, the opportunity to really make my own show and, and have, you know, that faith and trust of what I was doing. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, you know, obviously I think the worst was being electrocuted. <laughs> and <laughs> I think that was probably the worst um, thing. So, yeah. yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Let's wrap it up with that. And then what do you think this pandemia will leave for good for all of us? I, I think it will make I really think it'll make people understand that that we can slow down and that you should take the time to focus on you know what what is the most important thing and it's just it's just getting through a, a day it's getting through daily life and that each day is worth so much more than I think people are always at least for us but we're you know we are we're workers and we're trying to always, you know, get the next best performance yeah. um, and, and, and appreciating it. And, and that being able to look at these questions and think about it a little bit is right. Appreciating those things when, when it has, you know, happened and being in that present moment. And I remember Simone talking about that as well. And that, and that's something that, you know, she really taught me is being present in the performance and, you know, re reacting to, to your audience, but also, you know, listening to what your own body is feeling and, and taking that and, and that's what propels you to go further. And I think that's just a really positive thing because you don't get as wrapped up in, you know, what has happened and it wasn't perfect. And I didn't, you know, you know, that part is, is hard for us because we are always correcting ourselves, but Mm -hmm. to take that correction and, and, and try and do a little bit each day like that. Perfect. Thank you so much, amigo. It was lovely to have you. It's always a pleasure to talk to you and I cannot keep it short with you guys. Yeah. It's so interesting. <laughs> so thank you so much. Let's do a cheers. Yes, here. Cheers. And salut and prost and nastarovia. All that, yeah. Yay. Okay. Well, enjoy Thanks. the evening and we'll we'll chat soon. Yes, thank you. Okay. Have a good time. Stay healthy. You as well. Yeah. Ciao ciao. Okay. Bye. Ciao ciao.
So uh, thank you everybody for taking a look at all your questions. I tried it, but I get so wrapped up in the interview with these guys. They're amazing um, stories that they have on their careers and as well the knowledge they can bring, bring to us. So thank you everybody to watch and I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Bye.